0: To On the Block with Stricken Bach on 937 The Ticket and
1: theticketfm.com. We're back on the block here on 937 The Ticket, and we are pleased to be joined on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline by Steve Simple of the Lincoln Journal Star, and of course, of early break right here on 937 The Ticket in the mornings. If you uh, don't listen, you you should. Uh, Sip, how are you doing today?
0: Oh, I'm really good. Thanks for adjusting your schedule. Um, you know, they had that big they had that big press conference yesterday, and it sort of you know you've got to get stuff done quick. So I appreciate you adjusting.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Sir. We're thankful for any time you can join us. Uh, speaking of that press conference, was there anything um, that kind of stuck out to you, or what was it that kind of stuck out to you most about it? It's, 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 it's almost like every coach was available, so there's a lot of information to dive yeah. through.
0: Yeah, yeah, I saw you there, Bach. By the way, yeah. um, that stuck out. Um, <laughs> I saw you. I saw you contemplating coaches' answers. Oh, what stuck out? A couple things. I thought it was. Oh, I thought it was interesting what Frost said about how, with Whipple running the offense, he you know he could mosey over to the defense. You know, like you know anything. That Scott says that sort of reveals that sort of change in his overall approach is interesting to me, and that was sort of that that was something that was sort of interesting. Um, and then I thought a lot of what a lot of what Mickey Joseph said was interesting, including, um, you know, Omar Manning being in the slot, right? Yeah, um, that's interesting. He Mickey Joseph talked about Trey Palmer being in the slot and Omar Manning being in the slot, Brody Belt being in the slot, and Isaiah, Ca- Isaiah Garcia Castaneda being in the slot. But Manning, I mean, that's kind of catches your attention. That's a big body, 6'4", 220. That's kind of an adjustment. Um, so those are a couple things. There was a lot, though.
1: Do you do you think that that's um? I guess do you think that there's a lot still for Manning to achieve here? Do you think that he's I, I suppose underachieved last year? We all know about two years ago where he didn't play and kind of didn't have his head in the right situation. Was able to figure that out, um, but last year, I mean, do you think that there's there's a lot more out there for Omar?
0: Well, I hope so. I mean, because I because I happen to be a big fan of his, the way the way you know the flashes we've seen. That's exactly what... I mean, come on. Hey, Bach. What we've seen from him in terms of flashes and like the touchdown catch at Oklahoma, some other catches, and then and then the way he runs after a catch. Okay. Okay. I mean, let's just get down to it here. I think that's probably what Whipple's thinking, putting him in the slot. Yeah. That reminds me of Purify. Remember how well Purify, Maurice Purify ran after the catch? Oh, yeah. We watch Manning run after the catch. Okay. He... He runs it like a running back. I mean, he's he, he tucks the ball. He can't get real low because he's six foot four, but he's a guy that can run through arms, you know, run through tackles. So I'm excited about it. I hope he is. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how it, that's a major change, you know. Um, but I really, what Mickey said, Mickey Joseph, the receivers coach was he, Whipple likes those big bodies operating in chaos, you know, in traffic because of the slots going to do a lot of that, right? And, you know, that big body's hard to tackle. Um, corners have a hard time wrapping that kind of guy up. And so you can tell, I, you can tell I'm excited by it because of what he's shown in those flashes, especially running the ball, just, hey, even if it was just a little, just a little flare pass last year there's a couple times where man even if he only got three yards I thought that was a good looking three yards
2: yeah um uh (laughs) simple shut up what simple is trick? <laughs> uh, so I knew you wanted no. to tell me that for a long time probably. I've been wanting to tell you that for a long time yeah I, um, bet, you, I bet you have no but um, Sip you know there's a, there's a lot of people in that wide receiver room right and and yeah. Bets is one of them yeah. that has signs of greatness um i'm just wondering what is it with him that you've seen or heard or or whatever the case may be that is kind of limiting his progress right now or is limiting his ability to become and emerge as because he has great ball skills he's got you know great peak skills where he peaks the ball and 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 all these different things great speed um, his routes are not too bad. I think he could be a better route runner, but his routes aren't too bad. Uh, so he's sewn flashes. But what is it, uh, you know, about him right now that is kind of hindering his progression and in, in, in getting opportunities in, that he would normally get?
0: Strick, you've been around sports a long time. You, you've uh, been around coaches. And what, you, you know, the, the way coaches often frame those things up without – they don't have they don't go into detail so what do they use they kind of use a euphemism which is consistency the way the way the coaching staff like Lubick the former receivers coach Matt Lubick framed it up always was he just needs to be more consistent now that can entail a lot right i mean that's that that's i mean that that, that could be that could be a whole range of issues that fall under that category. So, I mean, I just keep it at that. I think he's just got to be consistent in his daily approach, and Mm. he does have a ton of talent. I love him. Hey, man, anybody who knows me at all, Strick, knows that, you know, Bach knows. If I was a coach, I don't even know if I'd recruit guys that are under 6'1". I mean, I just like bigger, bigger bigger-bodied football players, bigger-bodied athletes in general. Not that I wouldn't have recruited a Barry Sanders or a Abdullah. You know, there's always exceptions to every rule, but... But oh man, when you look at Manning, okay, when you look at Omar Manning and Xavier Betts roll out onto the practice field for warm ups, you're if you're an opposing fan, if you're a fan of the opposing team, you say, Okay, look at those two dudes, that's going to be trouble because well, look at them. I mean, and they're bo- and they do both have talent, so I mean, you know. Guys like me and Bach, strict, not like you. I mean, you played in the NBA. You got you're you're an elite athlete. But guys like me and Bach look at that and go, man. Think about if you had that. If you had that look, Xavier Betts and and Omar Manning. They're the two of, two of the best looking guys on the team, and they're very athletic. So what do you what are we talking about here? Just just maximize. If Xavier mm-hmm. Betts maximizes, you know what? You know what Xavier Betts is going to do? He's going to play in the NFL if he maximizes yeah. his talent. That's an NFL player. I mean, that's there's no doubt about that. There's no doubt no about doubt. that.
2: No doubt. Um, we're talking with Steve Sippel from the Journal Star, the Lincoln Journal Star. Uh, Sip, um, one other question. I'm this is this is one thing that I'm hoping for. I mean, I don't know. You could probably tell me better than any. Who this particular guy could be, but I am hoping for, and I know this is hard because JoJo Doman was a was a tremendous athlete, but even even better than that is what I'm looking for is a Terrell Farley type, without the off the off the field stuff. Um, I'm looking for that type of guy. Is there anyone in that room, in the backer's core, in the safeties' core, a big safety, um, mm-hmm. somebody that's there in the nickel uh, that they're looking mm-hmm. to maybe do some transitions that maybe fits or potentially fits the mold of uh, an emerging type of player like Terrell Farley was? Because if there's that guy in there, I think the, the black shirts could be tremendous.
0: Yeah, you need a game changer like Terrell Farley and those those are hard to come by. Javin Wright, you, you remember Toby Wright. You're probably familiar mm-hmm. with Toby. Mm-hmm. Um his son Javin um is if you saw him you, you know, you'd understand what I'm saying. He's I don't know, he's probably six four, two twenty and he's that he's that type of Body Now, is he that type of player? I'm not going to do that. I don't, I mean, come on. I don't, I'm not into that business. Um, do they have that kind of guy? That's, that's a guy I'd think of. I mean, I wonder about Isaac Gifford. I not wonder in a bad way, wonder in a good way. I mean, Isaac Gifford earned playing time as a true freshman. And, and they put him in some pretty tough spots as a true freshman. I wonder how 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 far he could go in this conversation. He doesn't have the he doesn't have the sort of eye poppy body structure that a Jab and Wright has, but he's I don't know. I mean, there's a reason they're playing him as a true freshman. Those are two guys that that are at that nickel spot right now. Um oh yeah, I mean there's a, there's a few other guys. I mean, I don't know if it, if this guy would fit the nickel but, but man Deshaun Singleton has 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 captured attention all, already I've watched Deshaun Singleton who's a JUCO transfer only, only only a sophomore um but man now listen if you see him you understand he's that's mm-hmm. a big that's a big safety now that's a big safety 63 um, 200, 210, and could run, and run. So, mm. yeah, there's a, there's a few guys now. These are all guys that are pretty unproven, so you don't want to go too far with the conversation. Right, but, right. yeah, there's a few guys like that.
1: Do you think that Nebraska on the blackshirt side, the defensive side, has to replace JoJo Doman and, and the Damian Daniels types, you know, the special body types with those type of guys, or do you think that they can make up for it? Um, you know, maybe if you don't have those special body types, but with in kind of a group effort
0: could be a group effort Bach I mean it's hard it's hard to find Jojo's unique I mean he's a unique player that's how I always described him it's just hard to find guys that can move into the box move inside and be physical enough to deal with inside running game big 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 10 running backs Um, and then also go, <laughs> literally go out and cover an Ohio State slot receiver okay Come on, I mean that's, that's hard. It's hard to do. And if you, if I always tell people like, if I'm sitting right now at Home Depot, if, if Home, de- if JoJo, Doman walked through the aisle at Home Depot, and you said that's a Nebraska football player, you'd probably say inside linebacker, right? No, no, he's a nickel. You'd say, wow, really? That that big body, that big thick body's a nickel. Well, that's that's why he's going to get drafted. You know, there's just, he can stay on the he can stay on the field. All, all the downs, cover, you know, cover fast guys, not just tied in, he cover fast guys. And and move, you can move him into the box. So uh, do they have a guy like that? I don't know. It's hard to find guys like that, Bach. He, I would just say JoJo's really unique. Well, I'll believe it when I see it. That's the best way to put it.
2: One other question I have for you, and, and this is a big one. You okay. ready, to I ain't going to tell you to shut up on this one, but I I just want to make sure you're ready. (laughs) you sure you're ready. Okay. Now, we obviously know that we've lost some solid ones in in the inside. I mean, we we had Damian Daniels, Ben Stilley, DeAndre Thomas, some of those guys that were there. Um, But there's one guy I want to know about the polar bear, Nash Hushmaker. This kid can squat like eight plates two times that's 765 pounds so i know that he can put it on his shoulders but can he put it in the trenches and and do you have uh any sights on that type of possibility of him holding down if they're going to stay with the three four is he capable of just clogging up the middle like that with that type of strength yeah
0: i mean here's the deal um the um, here's the deal it is. First of all, Strick. They're they're not playing a lot of three four now. I mean, they've gone a lot to a four man front. So a traditional so it's nose, stuff. like mm-hmm. like they've like they were using early in Scott's tenure, not as they're not using it as they're not using it as much. So yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't be too concerned about that. They'll be in that three four occasionally, and you'll need that guy, and maybe he's that guy. I don't know. I mean, it, hey, man. Once again, Strick, Strick, when we when we were coming up, you weren't asking young guys to do that. You weren't asking a second year guy in the program very often. Osborne wasn't asking those ty- th- that position to be ready to roll as a as a redshirt freshman. Now they're gonna they're gonna need Nash to do that. Um, but here's the thing. They're gonna be in a four man front a lot and there's a lot you can do there with guys that don't have to play over the center, that don't have to be three twenty five, yeah. they could play a Mosai Newsom at six four two eighty five in there. Yeah. Hell they could plug they could plug Colton Feast in there at six two two eighty uh, you know, and not you know shade the center, not play right over him, so i don't worry about it too much, simply Eric, because they 've moved out of that three four quite a bit they're they're really going more four man front than than three, a lot more actually
1: mm <laughs> And so just one final question, transitioning to basketball tonight, of course uh Nebraska's got uh, ohio state um and and you know looked pretty good in their last outing at least it looked as good as they can. I mean looked kind of like the vision um do you think that if if they if they beat Ohio State if they can beat a Wisconsin down the stretch will that will that change at all how you view the season
0: uh yes, yeah, it does- I mean a little bit, yeah, I think that you can listen, Bach, I think this team can still do that. Uh, I think that if it got hot, if it won tonight, and then and then what if the, what if it wins tonight and say goes and wins a, a game or two in Indy? Yeah, it, it did change the way I look at things. It was, I mean, you, I don't want to go overboard because you don't want to you don't want to be that person that just it just swings just so far, you know, on that pendulum. I don't want to do that. Yeah. But but you ask me if it affects the way I look at things. Yeah, it does. I mean that game the other night was pretty I mean, it really made a an impression. It's sort of I don't know, Bach here's what I said on my show this morning and I've been saying this. This for Nebraska's record, two and sixteen in the in the Big Ten, the the, the conversation's kind of surprisingly complicated. Like it's this team is sort of strange to me. I mean, they look so good. And, and I, really, I really think a lot at times of Verge. And Verge can do things that are really, really eye popping. Same with McGowan. They just don't do it enough. But they did it the other night. Now, what if they go beat Ohio State on the road trip? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to look at that. I'm a, yeah. I mean, that's – why? why? Here's, a, here's one reason. Because it does tell you that Fred kept them together to a certain degree, right, that they're still playing hard, you know, flawed, flawed as they may be. They're still playing hard enough that they can go beat a pretty good Penn State team, a seven win in the Big Ten Penn State team, and shred Penn State on its home court. Say what you want. Say, oh, yeah, listen to Sibyl now, jump on the bandwagon. No, it's not that. The fact is, that's what they did. I mean, there's – I'm just dealing facts. Yeah, they're 2-16. and 16. But they, I didn't pick them to beat Penn State. I wouldn't have thought they would beat Penn State. They not, they not only beat them, they they jackhammered them. So yeah, that gets my attention, and it would get my attention if they win a few more games.
1: Yeah, I think that's a, the best way to, to view it. Obviously, it'd be the first top twenty-five win for for Fred Hoiberg. It'd be another you know kind of a back-to-back type of performance. Show that that Penn State game wasn't a fluke. So I completely agree with you there. He's Steve Sipple of the Lincoln Journal Star, and of course, of early break here on ninety-three-seven. The Ticket, Steve. Thanks for your time today.
0: Yeah, guys, thanks for having me on. Take care. I'll do it. We'll do it again next week.
1: Alright, sweet. There you go, Steve Sibyl of the Lincoln Journal Star. We're going to take a quick break, uh, but when we come back, it is time for your chance to win $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings. It's time for a shootout with Strick. First one in line gets the opportunity. to Give us a call. 402-464-5685. All you have to do is beat Strick in a shootout, a game style that we have uh, that's uh, kind, of, kind of like a three-point shootout, but you don't have to pick up the ball. You just have to answer questions. Uh, this or that type of questions so you can't be too far off either give us a call 402-464-5685 first one will get the opportunity to beat Strick today the category for today is tonight's game against ohio state so uh we'll, t- we'll do that next here shootout with Strick next on the block